this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day, I'm Dennis Estopase and welcome to Wednesdays with John Mangan, a podcast to be anchored by John Mangan, a columnist for the Business Mirror newspaper and who operates a website titled mangononmarkets.com. Mr. Mangon will share with us one of the many pieces he wrote for his column titled Outside the Box, which is published every Tuesday and Thursday in the op-ed section of the Business Mirror. We hope you enjoy your Wednesday with John Mangon. Why the West seems to be falling apart. I just had my first haircut in a year. Actually, it was my first haircut in 20 years. As I stopped being bald, and started having a shaved head in 2001. We think of fundamental changes evolving slowly, but as we look back, there is always a defining moment. I shaved my head in January 2001 to try it, and then shaving became a habit, like a haircut. We have heard about the shift to work from home, but it is unlikely that this will define the workplace over the next decades. However, there has been a fundamental workplace change that has evolved in the past 20 years that could be defined by a moment in 2009. When I was a young man, there were two career choices. You learned a skill, welding, cooking, diesel mechanics, and became an apprentice and worked to become a master at your trade. The other choice was to continue your education to a white-collar skill such as doctor, lawyer, or accountant. Either way, you did your 30 years, had a retirement party, and collected your pension. Some went on to own the company, but most were, the Japanese term in the 1930s, salarymen, white-collar workers in the large bureaucracy of a business or government. Artists, musicians, writers, and the like were outside of the mainstream workforce. There was a mystique, an envy of those who turned on the corporate world and gave up their job security for job freedom. When the 21st century, with the 21st century, came the formalization of the gig workplace. But in 2009, Uber was founded and changed the equation. People now seek the opportunity to freelance and make a few bucks on the side. But that fundamental change created a new class of people that British economist Guy Standing in his 2014 book, The Precariat, The term comes from precarity, meaning a risky existence, lacking predictability and job security. Uber employees and others started with, I have this cool job that lets me work my own hours. Then it was, the precariat class is the most deprived British class of all with low levels of economic, cultural and social capital. From no boss and immediate access to fund and flexibility, it goes to no benefits, no paid nothing. Like a child who wants ice cream at bedtime. 
But for some, like standing, a precariat needs to be taken care of and desires and his desires deserve to be provided for by society. And by society, he really means those that go to work every day. Standing wants a universal income so that certain people can work if and when they want to and still have all the benefits of a real job. It is absolutely a fact that big business has taken advantage of the precariat situation to lower labor costs and raise profits with the cooperation and encouragement of big government. Further, the unaffordability of health care, higher education, local government has skyrocketed. But untouchable special interests depend on the ever higher cost to fund their increasingly rich future. The elite few created the precariat for their own benefit and now want to print money and give it away as the solution to unaffordability. This solution only transfers the rising risk of systemic collapse to the entire economy. That is one reason, it seems, that the social fabric of the West is unraveling before our eyes. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.